so today I'm going to be really speaking from my own personal experience with psychedelics and everything that I have been through and what they've taught me and why I also just don't do them anymore, at least for now. I actually haven't done any psychedelics for four years. I haven't smoked weed. I haven't, I don't drink alcohol. I don't drink coffee. I think the most trippiest thing I've done lately is drinking cacao at an ecstatic dance. Um, And today, what I really wanted to come and share is a very, what I would say, a balanced perspective on doing psychedelics for a spiritual awakening or personal development or as healing, as medicine. And to give you a bit of my history, I was a drug addict when I was a teenager. I was, I've done MDMA well over a hundred times. Um, I've done shrooms well over 50 times. Um, I've done LSD about five times. I've done ketamine. I can't even tell you how many times. Um, and there was a big part of my life where a lot of this was unconscious. Like I was just a drug addicted teenager where eventually I went through this massive awakening where I quit everything. This was probably when I was 19. I quit everything for about two years straight and I went through a massive spiritual awakening. I started getting healthy. I started healing my body. I started reading personal development books and connecting to source through my body and meditating for hours a day and reading Eckhart Tolle and all these things. And um, I met... I attracted my fucking tribe, like my, a community that I just love so much. And they were experimenting with psychedelics in conscious ways. And that's when I started to get back into it a little bit, when I started to see it in a different light, in a way that psychedelics can help you have breakthroughs and help you rebuild your subconscious mind right and allow you to see reality from a different dimension and um yeah so I'm trying to really go back to where I was on this timeline like I I think I was 21 when I started doing mushrooms maybe once a week for a while just to really see where it would bring me and I think this was my first year of entrepreneurship and the mushrooms were helping me really get out of my head and into this multi-dimension reality and they were helping me feel connected to nature and hear spirit better and just get really grounded and into my body and into the speed that I was meant to go. And it was really, really helpful with helping me channel things and build ideas and birth the retreats that I wanted to be hosting and the programs that I was doing and helping me attract my ideal clients by helping me connect to the truth of my desires. And mushrooms and psilocybin were really, really helpful and really, really powerful for me. And... Um, At the time, I was also taking MDMA. I took MDMA up until I was about 20, 24. When I got pregnant, I would take MDMA and I would sit and I would meditate into the center of my heart. Or I would take it at a festival and just be all love and light at a festival. But I would take MDMA 
and feel it in my body. And what's so beautiful is I feel like these psychedelic experiences have taught me how to actually behave in a non-high reality as just human. It's like I know how to recreate this sense of open, infinite, fully unconditional love because that's what MDMA taught me. It taught me the sensations of what it would actually feel like in my nervous system and the thoughts that I would be thinking and the ways that I would be feeling within relationship in order to feel fully accepted and have a space of safety to just be vulnerable and open. And learning that was so powerful and it's something that I really aim to embody in real life and embrace in real life and now I feel any human I meet I can just be very openly and connected and I have the discernment and the power to let in who I want to let in and keep out who I want to keep out because I'm sober and conscious (laughs) which I do believe when you're on MD you have that ability that to be to have discernment right you're i feel like mdma is so powerful but so that's really what i learned from md medicine a and what i learned from psilocybin was the importance of connecting to nature and (laughs) feeling the energy that is around you and within you and something it also taught me is how to tap in to that infinite creative energy like there's always a space within you that you can infinitely channel from that is so powerful and i feel like they really taught me how to tune in to that frequency right and then LSD taught me how to feel my emotions and how like I always knew that this reality was made up of energy and that it's a non-solid reality and dimension that we live in and I feel like LSD tangibly taught me that because when you are high on LSD you're very conscious, like you're able to have conversations, you're able to really perceive what's happening, depending on how high you are, of course. But something that I realized while I was on LSD is that, okay, this is not a hallucination. Like none of these are quote unquote hallucinations. This is what reality actually looks like when my brain isn't trying to make it a solid form, when my brain isn't trying to choose what I'm looking at. Right, Because when you're on LSD, you can look at someone's face and you can see all the infinite forms and structures and expressions that you've seen them in. Or when you look at a photo, the photo will change and transform. And it's all the infinite different ways that that photo can be seen or viewed. And the same thing happens with a tree, with uh, a mountain, with water. And it really taught me like, okay, this dimension, this reality is what I make of it. And um, it was just this powerful way of realizing like I am the goddess, I am the goddess and I create with my mind and my nervous system. And something that LSD also showed me was 
the pains in my body were also not solid form and that I can put my focus on them and I can send them love and they can trickle their way out of my body and out of my nervous system. And that's a lesson that I will never regret. These are beautiful, powerful lessons that I take on into my life as I carry on. And this podcast is to really talk to you about where I'm at now and what I truly believe around psychedelics. And there might be some beliefs that you really don't agree with here, and there might be some that you do agree with, but I'm just going to share my honest truth around what I've been feeling. And some of this might not be my honest truth. I don't actually know. I might be figuring out my truth as I express it to you guys because um, I don't openly share how I feel about psychedelics that often because in my community, there are so many people doing them and experiencing them. And a lot of my friends do ayahuasca ceremonies and work with psilocybin and microdosing. And I know someone who owns a microdosing company. And um, it's it's hard to share a negative perspective sometimes because I wouldn't actually say that my perspective is necessarily negative. It's just I believe there's a reality where psychedelics and plant medicines aren't the end-all be-all when it comes to transformation and when it comes to change. And the first point that I really do want to share is that I have a lot of friends and I see a lot of people in the personal development community and in the spiritual industry that do psychedelics over and over and over and over and over again and no change is happening no shift is happening and i've actually seen it go the opposite direction where the shift that is happening isn't a good one right and i really want to remind you that when you're on these medicines when you're experiencing these altered states of reality and you're in different frequencies you're receiving thoughts and ideas and ways of being from that frequency and sometimes bringing that back to the dimension that you live in to the dimension that you were born in and the reality that you need to live the rest of your life in bring that back isn't always as easy and some of the beliefs that you can learn and think are super epic and you'll fully integrate them while you're high these are things that don't actually line up and they won't actually make you feel grounded and whole as a human on this planet. And honestly, that's something that happened to me. So coming back to my own experience, um, I did LSD. I had a beautiful awakening. I had such an epic sexual experience with my partner. Honestly, like it changed my entire life. <clears throat> but something that happened was I just experienced this belief that was very unhuman. Like it, it was just very highly high level spirit, right? It was just the essence of spirit. And sure, we are all the essence of spirit, but I also believe we are the essence of this reality, this medicine, right? I believe this is a medicine journey. And at the time, the plant medicine that I took, it didn't Oh, LSD is not a plant medicine, but the the drug, the man-made drug that I took gave me certain beliefs 
that brought me to a certain level of consciousness that didn't actually match up with my human experience. And it took me about three to four years to actually come down from that realization and to actually shift and to feel grounded within my body and within this reality again. And this hasn't just happened with me. Since then, I have researched so many different influencers. There are YouTube videos of people who are epic, grounded, highly conscious people that are doing these experiences like ayahuasca and psychedelics, and they're they're coming out of it not feeling put together. They're feeling a bit broken. And something that I really want to share is that We've all been there. You join a program, you gain so much momentum, and as soon as the program is over, you lose all of it. Or you're working with a one-on-one coach and have so much fast and epic progress, but when you let the coach go, you find yourself a little lost and demotivated again. That isn't because you're broken or because the course that you did didn't work or the coach that you worked with wasn't good enough. It's just proof that things like connection, mentorship, and support are something that is meant to be a constant in our lives. We are always going to be growing. We are always going to be unfolding into the next best version of ourselves. And humans are social beings. We need help. We need reflection. We need co-regulation from like-minded and trusted individuals. And that's why I created Ritual. Ritual is a monthly membership where you can receive the consistent connection and support that you need in the form of group coaching calls, community practices, and community connection. When you join the monthly membership, you not only gain access to these incredible monthly experiences, but you also gain access to over 50 pre-recorded teachings and practices in the form of audio, video, and worksheets, and this inventory is ever-growing. I don't believe that connection and consistent support has to cost anyone thousands of dollars a month. And that's why Ritual is the most affordable offer I have because connection and community is your goddess given right. If you're ready to receive the level of love and support that you deserve, go check out the link in the show notes or reach out to me on Instagram at Jess Embodied. Love you. After years of taking psychedelics, self-led, and experiencing them on my own, I would not actually recommend to anyone to do it alone and to just experience it conventionally. And I would really say to work with someone who's used them many, 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 many times because what I've learned from using psychedelics, a overflowing hand, like I've done mushrooms so many times and experimented with LSD and experimented with ketamine and experimented with MDMA. And what I've really learned from all of these experiences is that it's always different. Every time something shifts, something changes, right? They're really an amp amplifier of the energy that you're in and the experience that you're currently having and I think it's so important for someone to know the depths that you could potentially go in when using these medicines and I really believe that if you're going to practice it if you're going to go to an ayahuasca ceremony if you're going to be doing mushrooms make sure that you're served and you're supported because you don't have control 
when you're on these substances, all right? Spirit takes over. Energy takes over. This substance takes over. You become the substance. And I'm not going to go super deep into what I believe they do to the body and the brain and the mind. I've heard they overuse your creative energy. You could blow out your chakras. I've heard all these wild things that I don't think are going to happen to you and I don't need to go sharing it because it's not what I'm educated on or what I spend all my time researching. But what I do know is too much of anything is not a good thing. And it's really important to remain grounded. And a really important value for me is if it's not maintainable, don't embody it as a habit. And for me, I don't believe smoking weed every day is maintainable to connect to your body, to calm down. I don't believe that weed is good for your brain. I believe too much weed is not good for your nervous system, good for your energy. I don't believe coffee every day is maintainable. I don't think that taking mushrooms bi-weekly to connect to source and connect to your truth is maintainable. What I do see as maintainable is meditation, taking a time to breathe, taking time to clear your mind, taking time to connect to your body. What I do see as maintainable is going into the woods right? Like really connecting to our natural state of being as a human is what I believe is the most spiritual experience there is because we are spiritual beings. And I feel like I have gone into both ends so freaking deep because that's just what I do. I am someone who, if I'm gonna learn something and if I'm gonna talk about something, it has to be so freaking embodied. Like I just have to experience it to its depths and mastery is something that's really, really important to me. So if you're gonna go and you're gonna experience these things, go to the masters, right? Talk to your friends, talk to your family, not your whatever, who knows, but talk to the people that you really trust and talk to people who've experienced wherever you're going, look for referrals and obviously follow your heart and your trust because yeah, in the end, you never know always what's good for you. You know what's good for you, I don't know. All I'm saying is there is a level of needing to be careful and there's a level of integrity that's needed after doing these medicine experiences. Going back to sharing, I'm in a very highly conscious community. I have a lot of friends that have done ayahuasca, that go to ayahuasca consistently like once a year multiple times a year they do it multiple times and shifts are not happening i see them and they're still struggling and they're still experiencing constant heavy dark experiences and sure i do believe that human experience you got to go into the darkness to experience the light these negative emotions, these negative experiences are part of your human journey to teach you things. And I also believe, like, what's the point of going to these medicine experiences 
if you're going to heal your body, if you're going to cleanse it from darkness, if you're going to clear out all the negative energies, but you're not willing to change your thoughts and change your actions and change your beliefs after you do these psychedelic experiences, that's when I think it becomes an issue. There are people I know that don't meditate. They don't connect to their body. They don't work with a coach. They don't go into nature. They don't listen to their shadow. They don't listen to the pain that's coming up within their body because already the pain that comes up in your body is already such a powerful thing to simply go into. But I know people that are not doing this and they want to go take ayahuasca. They, they want to get super high and blast out on these psychedelics. And at that point, I don't actually know the intention. I, I don't know. All right. Personally, for me, my entire life since I've tapped into this awareness has been about becoming my highest self and being my best self and being aligned with love and being connected to my heart and doing things that are in, te- in integrity with my highest self and love and the truth that that has brought me to is like hey you don't need these psychedelics to blast you off into space and i've also learned that oftentimes psychedelics can be too much too fast for the nervous system and that's what trauma is it's too much too fast that you can't actually take it in and you can't digest it And if there's anything that I remember from every single mushroom experience, from every single LSD experience, from every ketamine experience, from even MDMA experiences, I can't even take notes. Like, I literally can't even journal, right? How many, like, I've had this note, this open note that I'd never deleted in my phone, and it was called Acid Trip. And there's nothing in it because I remember opening it while on LSD and trying to type and I just couldn't. I remember having like these mind-blowing, like like divinely channeled ideas in my mind that I was like, if I could just speak this, like my life would be transformed if I could somehow remember this and integrate this. But I, I literally couldn't. I couldn't. And that's happened on mushrooms. Uh, that's happened on any psychedelic experience that I've ever had. And to me, it's beautiful to experience these gifts, but it's not grounded and you, I don't believe, can take it into your life. So I really do feel the number one thing that I've gotten from psychedelics is learning how to integrate the frequencies that these psychedelics bring you in into my body and how to recreate them while I'm not high, right? This is this has been like a profound teaching for me. But there comes a time and a place where it's like, okay, I I know what this medicine is going to give me. It's like I I know the frequency and for sure it's like a different experience every single time you do the medicine and it amplifies whatever state you're in, but I know the way it works. And I know the energy that it's going to bring me into within my body. And yeah, (laughs) to really sum up this whole topic, 
trust your heart, trust yourself. That's all I ever want to say. Like it's what's most important to me as a coach is that you're doing you. And I never want to tell you what to do. And I always want you to be yourself. And I'm always going to create a container where you can choose to do that. And I love you. And the mama bear inside me is like, just be careful. (laughs) Because psychedelics have fucked people up. Psychedelics have really messed people up. And it's no joke. And it can be too much too fast. And I want to make sure that you are the most grounded, rooted, embodied version of yourself because we are here in this third dimensional reality to create an epic third dimensional life. And we do that with spirit because we are spirit as well. And it's like you need to take action. You need to change your thoughts. You need to be consistent. You need to push through resistance. You need to learn how to push through resistance without taking mushrooms, without going to an ayahuasca ceremony, right? You need to learn how to heal the depths of your soul from a conscious space so you can actually recreate that in your life and you can actually teach your clients how to do that as well if you're a coach, if you're a practitioner, right? These things are really, really important and that's what I'm really going to end this podcast with. In the end, I'm sending you so much love and you can listen up to learn how to connect with me if this is your first time listening to the podcast and uh, I'm sending you love. Take care.